Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Vaccinations at school. It's going to help a lot be able to see my friends a little bit more. Trump grand jury probe. The grand jury decides who gets charged and what they get charged with. Facebook report on election disinformation. Domestic manipulation and foreign interference. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a key milestone in the pandemic. The government says half of all adults are now fully vaccinated. CBS's David Begno has more on the Los Angeles move to vaccinate adolescents at school if they get parental permission. That's it. It is back to school for Dr. Jerry Abraham to get students the shot. We've definitely had difficult conversations with moms and dads about why their kids should be vaccinated. We hear the microchipping. We hear that you're going to grow a tail, become a mutant. It's going to affect your reproductive organs. I mean, just none of those things are true. They go door to door to educate people and get them registered for the vaccine. It is really heartbreaking to see someone who wants to get vaccinated and then they're not able to because their family doesn't want them to. He told us about one of those young people, 17-year-old Giovanni Baltazar. He's helped to canvas for Dr. Abraham. But when it came time to get the vaccine, Giovanni's mother said no. She was kind of afraid of me getting the vaccine because of like the side effects. How long did it take to convince your mom? Two weeks. We talked to my doctor about this and got a green light from my doctor, so now my mom's Mom's in. Yes, sir. CBS News has learned evidence in the investigation into former President Trump's business empire is being brought before a grand jury. Mr. Trump calls the investigation purely political, driven by highly partisan Democrat prosecutors. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. Donald Trump should be very worried. Cy Vance, the district attorney, has investigated this case with a team of prosecutors, investigators, forensic accountants for two years. For him to go to the next step of impaneling a special grand jury really means that they are looking at a possible prosecution. The question is of who or what. The Trump Organization... Donald Trump himself, his children. Now to Washington, where leaders in both parties have condemned Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene for comparing pandemic mask mandates to the Holocaust. 
Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene made this comparison, lashing out against House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's decision requiring lawmakers to wear masks on the House floor. We can look back in a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star. They were put in trains and taken to gas chambers. Greene followed up with a tweet. It prompted Republican rebukes. This is one of a frequent outbursts that are absolutely outrageous and reprehensible. I think we should kick her out of the conference, prevent her from coming to conference meetings. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy called her comments appalling, but there was no talk of consequences. Brendan Buck worked for two Republican House speakers and says leadership has few tools left. Frankly, saying things like this right now continues to be rewarded in in media attention, in fundraising, in having people talk about them. Facebook is releasing its first ever threat report on efforts to spread misinformation ahead of the 2020 presidential election. CBS's Katherine Herridge. Facebook investigators found election meddling by traditional adversaries like Russia and Iran was compounded by new efforts to distort the facts. That was actually one of the big surprises. Nathaniel Gleischer is Facebook's head of security policy. Domestic manipulation and foreign interference are both serious challenges. And you have to tackle them both at the same time. It's not just U.S. elections. According to the report, Facebook has identified influence operations that came from over 50 countries in 30 languages on every continent except Antarctica. Imagine a PR firm that hires a thousand people in the United States to use their social media accounts or maybe create fake social media accounts to advocate for particular issues. Among the threats Facebook observed were so-called perception hacks designed to undermine voter confidence. Secretary of State Blinken has taken his peace mission to Egypt. His trip to Cairo comes after meetings with Israeli and Palestinian leaders. Blinken's bid to rally international support, as he puts it, will also take him to Jordan. Former Senator John Warner of Virginia, a man who was once married to Elizabeth Taylor, has died. He was 94. Arrests have been made in connection with the deadly weekend cable car crash in Italy. CBS's Vicki Barker. The three people arrested are reportedly the owner of the cable car service, the company's director, and its service chief. Italian police say it appears the cable car's brake was deliberately disengaged in a patchwork repair. So when the lead cable snapped, the cable car kept moving, sending 14 people plunging to their deaths. The president of Belarus says it's an absolute lie that one of his country's fighter jets forced a commercial jetliner to land But Alexander Lukashenko says it was necessary to divert the flight to Minsk because of a bomb threat, and he says he acted in a lawful way. When the plane landed, an opposition figure was arrested, sparking international outrage. Here at home, an Idaho grand jury has indicted the mother of two children who were found dead last year after being missing for months. Both Lori Daybell and husband Chad are named in the murder indictment. His count relates to the suspicious death of his first wife. Prosecutor Lindsay Blake. There is probable cause to believe the Daybells willfully and knowingly conspired to commit several crimes that led to the death of three innocent people. The indictment says the two endorsed religious beliefs in order to justify or encourage the killings. Not a central Florida where a firefighting helicopter on a training mission crashed into a marsh near an airport, killing at least one person. The uh, helicopter went into a tailspin. At some point, the tail separated from the main body of the aircraft. Police Lieutenant Joe Iozzi says three others were on board, too, and at last word, officials were trying to get to the wreckage to search to see if anyone survived. 
Well, the World Travel and Tourism Council estimates the industry lost nearly $4.5 trillion and 62 million jobs last year. In this country, air travel's now bouncing back and cruise lines might not be far behind. Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines tells CBS News the CDC has approved its plan to start conducting simulated cruises with volunteer passengers to test its COVID-19 protocols. The first cruise would be for two nights out of Miami, June 20th. Here in Florida, the state has sued the federal government to end the CDC's no-sale order. That case has now gone to mediation. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. In San Diego, a 28-year-old woman faces a felony assault charge for allegedly attacking a Southwest Airlines flight attendant. The flight attendant lost two teeth. An acclaimed and honored voice actor has died. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. The man who voiced Sebastian in The Little Mermaid has died. Sam Wright's hometown of Montgomery, New York, says he fought a three-year battle with prostate cancer. He had a decades-long career in TV and film, winning an Oscar for Under the Sea back in 1989. Wright later hit Broadway, playing characters like Mufasa in the original Tony Award-winning Lion King musical. He was 74 years old. Monica Ricks, CBS News. A Japanese publisher who's an official sponsor of the Summer Games in Tokyo is the latest figure to call for the Olympics to be canceled. An editorial cites risks to public safety and strains on a medical system already worn out by a surge in coronavirus cases. Polls indicate a majority of the Japanese public is opposed to holding the Games this summer. That's the CBS World News Roundup for Wednesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.